the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The sacrifices we make for the Lord will result in us being validated and vindicated in our service. It takes nothing less than our prayers and the prayer of the church and the Holy Spirit who's behind all of the power that we have to honor God. Romans 8, 26 to, to 27 says, In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And He who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. Now, if you look at that passage and apply it to the fact that it's, you know, it, it's your only primary weapon to serve Jesus, it's going to mean a lot more than just a bunch of words. Amen? The Holy Spirit helps us to pray. Why does the Holy Spirit help us to pray? So that we can know the will of God. The will of God, knowing the will of God, is the basis by which we serve. You and I cannot really serve God if we don't know His will. And if we really know His will... We can really serve Him. Sometimes we don't know how to serve God because we don't know His will. So how can we be vindicated and validated as servants, as duolos, or, sl or slaves of Christ, if we don't know the will of God? How can we honor God when we don't know the will of God? So let me just quickly review this thing about the will of God. Now I'm not saying you don't know this. Because we learned this in Sunday school, amen? But let me just review what it means to know the will of God, okay? Now, there are three aspects of the will of God. Just, just quickly jot this down. I, I, you know, it's not in my, my notes. I wasn't thinking about doing this. But there are three things we need to understand about the will of God so we can serve Him accurately, sacrificially, all right? Number one, there is the sovereign will of God. That's the first thing we need to know. When we say we know the will of God, we need to recognize His sovereign will. Now, the sovereign will of God is something we cannot do anything about. Okay? This is all God. Okay? He has already revealed His sovereign will, by the way. And don't try to argue with God when He's already revealed His sovereign will. Okay, what are you talking about sovereign will? Many, many things. Many, 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 many ways we can identify the sovereign will of God. First of all, first and foremost, how many of you here are Caucasians? I've never been to Caucasia, so I don't know. Yeah. How many are Asians? How many have Hispanic? Right? That's God's sovereign will. There's nothing you and I can do about it. Acts 17 says, God says, I created you. What kind you're going to be, where you're going to be, and how long you're going to live. It's already been predetermined and preset by God. That's His sovereign will. 
So, so don't, don't try to, to fight that. Amen? You can't do anything about it. Your boyfriend tells you, well, you know, I don't know, why, why did God make Jesus Jewish? Split up with the boyfriend. There's nothing you can do about it. God said the Savior will be a Jew. Don't get bent out of shape trying to question God's sovereign will. There's nothing you and I can do about it. He's already revealed it to us. Amen? There's so many examples. And the, 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 the greatest uh, example of this is in the Old Testament when, when God says, Jacob, I love. Esau, I rejected. And people start saying, oh, there he is. You know, God is discriminating. He didn't like Esau. He loved Jacob. Now think about it. God was making a sovereign choice in terms of which nation he's going to favor to carry out his redemptive plan versus another. God didn't say, oh, I hate Jacob or I hate Esau as a person and I love Jacob as a person. No, he's not talking about loving one as a person and loving another or hating another as a person. He's talking about choosing a nation of people. That's all. So God is not a hater of Esau and not, God is not favoring Jacob because he hates Esau as a person or Jacob as a per, uh, loving Jacob as a person. He's making a sovereign choice of which nation he will use to carry out the redemptive plan. And that's the sovereign will of God. There's nothing you and I can do about that. Okay? So that's the first thing we got to know. God's sovereign will. Don't bother worrying about things that we don't understand. Deuteronomy 29.29 says, The secret things belong to God. What we can know, He allows us to know. Secondly, we need to know the moral will of God. Not just the sovereign will of God, but the moral will of God. What's the moral will of God? Everybody knows the moral will of God. God revealed to us the do's and don'ts already in His Word. Okay, let me give you one. Do not kill your neighbor. That's the will of God. Alright? Okay, help the poor. That's the will of God. So the do's and don'ts, we already know. So when we say we, we, we want to know the will of God, understand the sovereign will of God and the moral will of God. Now there's a third element which I love. It's called God's benevolent will. All right? Now, if you accept God's sovereign will and you obey God's moral will, you and I are free to will whatever we want. We will not violate God because we know His sovereign will and we already know His moral will. We have a lot of freedom to move around in God's benevolent will. Okay? God is not going to punish you for marrying the wrong person. There's no such thing as marrying the wrong person. When you know the moral will of God, you will choose the right person. Amen? Amen? When you know the sovereign will of God, you're not going to go bother about the things that you can never answer anyway, that you can never reverse. 
So when we know the moral will of God and the sovereign will of God, we have free will. Now, the sovereignty of God limits our free will, but it doesn't eliminate it. Okay? It doesn't eliminate it. So be free. Pray. Ask the Holy Spirit. I'm going to move to a place where it's cheaper. Is it the will of God? If it, It's neutral. Right? But if you have a bad motive in moving to another place, eh, think again. I hope I made that clear to Christians. Because that's, that guides our service. That guides our praying. Okay? We can no longer pray without knowing the will of God. All right? Otherwise, if you don't know the sovereign will of God, you're going to be praying to Buddha and think that he's equal with Jesus. You're going to be praying to some religious honcho and think, oh, you know, he's just as good as Jesus. Don't buy into that kind of nonsense. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody goes to the Father except through me. Why? Because he is God's sovereign choice to save the world. Nobody else. Amen? All right. Now, Paul knows the will of God, and in his mind, he is bold and courageous because he knew full well that he is in God's will, so his service to him is valid, and so will you and I. Number two, the mind of a servant is ready for the possibility of personal suffering. Again, there's another area here that we don't try to understand, uh, you know, don't quite understand, rather, Okay. Paul says in verse 20, I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed but will have sufficient courage so that now as always Christ will be exalted in my body whether by life or by death. Paul says, I eagerly expect and hope that he will not put his service to the Lord to shame. He knew the possibility of suffering when he decided to serve Christ. He knew he was going to suffer physically he knew he was going to suffer emotionally, and yes, he was going to suffer socially. But he did not ask God to be removed from the suffering. He did not ask God to be relieved of the suffering. Instead, he said, I'm ready for the suffering. Now, Lord, give me courage instead. That should be our mindset. Are you asking God for courage to be able to stand with him and for him? That's what we need to do. We need to have a mindset that we are ready to have a measure of suffering uh, in serving Christ, even if it means a great deal of personal sacrifice. Paul wasn't afraid to die for Christ. Now, I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute, Pastor. Can I really live up to that kind of commitment? Could I really live up to that kind of of, of courage, that kind of commitment to serve Jesus? What if I don't get to sacrifice as much as Paul or someone else did? Am I disqualified then as a servant of the Lord? If I, if I don't go through the same intense sacrifice as other Christians do? Certainly not. You're not disqualified. You know why? God doesn't judge us on the level of our sacrifice. He rewards us on the level of sacrifice, but He doesn't judge us on the level of sacrifice. He judges us on the level of our faithfulness. Okay? So don't, don't, don't worry about, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not suffering as some other Christian is suffering. We're not all 
going to be called to the same level of sacrifice. We're not going to be. Some of us will be called to a greater sacrifice than others. Some of you this morning are making greater sacrifices than another Christian. That's just a fact. You know, I want to say this. I know my wife is embarrassed every time I, I, I use her in the sermon. And I don't use her because I, I not only do I, I love her, I, I, I think God has blessed me. And I'm thankful that God has blessed me with a Christian wife. I can tell you that I'm blessed that I have a Christian wife because I know by talking to a lot of people, I know the sacrifices that a, a Christian person married to an unbeliever can go through. I see that all the time. It's difficult to be able to live out your Christian faith when you have a spouse, the person closest to you, that rejects your faith or doesn't accept the same faith. I know the sacrifice. I know how intense that could be, you know. So, so you know, I, I thank God that, that, uh, that, you know, she doesn't reject this because she's a believer when I, when I married her. Uh, but I want to speak to those of you who probably watching who are in that situation. I want you to hang in there. God is not wasting your sacrifice, your, your suffering. Okay, don't listen to the devil when the, the devil whispers to your ear, see what happens? You messed up. You married an unbeliever. When God told you never to marry an unbeliever, the devil's going to do that. The devil's going to whisper in your ear. Okay, this is what you need to do. Acknowledge it before God and then rely on God's courage to give you the courage so that you can go through it. Because, you know, God is looking at you. He's not looking at your spouse. He's looking at your level of faithfulness. He's looking at the level of your sacrifice. Don't listen to all of these things that come into your head. Sure, you made a mistake, but God can forgive that mistake and restore you to a relationship with Him that's probably more powerful that you can ever think about. God doesn't put us in the same situation, that, nor does He call us to the same level of sacrifice. But here's the truth. God will always vindicate our faithfulness and we will be judged on the basis of our faithfulness regardless of what came our way. That's just the truth. We're not put in the same situation. Ju ju we will be judged on the level of our faithfulness. We will also be rewarded for the level of sacrifice that we, that, we, that we offered to the Lord. You know, uh, there's, there's a lot of examples in the Bible about that, but for time's sake, we'll, we'll move on. The mindset of a Christian understand that there is personal suffering involved when you serve Christ. Philippians 1.29, Paul wrote this in the same letter. He says, For it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ not only to believe in Him, but, only, but also to suffer for him. Now, there's a third characteristic of a mind of a servant, and that is the servant of Christ recognizes that he or she is perfectly and powerfully secured. Perfectly and powerfully secured. Now, here's that central statement in this whole passage. Verse 21, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Now, it's central because it's a mindset. 
that Christians that serve Jesus has. Paul is saying, as a servant of Jesus, I'm secured. What does he mean when he says, I'm powerfully and perfectly secured? What is he talking about? He's talking about the fact that if you're a Christian serving Jesus, serving the Lord, listen to this, take this home with you, you cannot lose. There's no way you can lose. Okay? Football season's coming up. I watch all three days of the draft. How spiritual is that? Okay? But this is what I do. Football happens when I'm preaching. So I can't see it. So what do I do? I record it. If my team wins, I keep the... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.